Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio in what I would describe as a very eventful week in the world and in our lives, but we won't get into that too much. I don't That's think right. we will. Um, all right. How you doing, man? Uh, good. Good, good. You ready, to, good. Start, ready yes. to start talking about my boy Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden. What about Hunter Biden? Let's talk Hunter about Hunter Biden has pled guilty to two misdemeanor charges related to tax Failure to pay taxes. Failure to pay taxes, yeah. And possessing a firearm while being a known drug user. Now, he struck a plea deal where he's basically going to face probation and other other commitments, and they're going to drop the gun charge and basically sentence, sentence him to probation. Mm-hmm. I have said multiple times, and I know we're on the same page here, I don't really give a fuck about Hunter Biden. Right. And I had this conversation, we, we met pre-show, and I was talking to some friends, we were at a bar, and um, I was talking to some friends, and they started talking about Hunter Biden, and I jumped in, and they were like, oh, why are you going to be this way? You just love Joe Biden so much. I'm like, no, I'm just here to say, I don't give a fuck about Hunter Biden, and I stand by that. Well, I mean, I, I've, you know, I, I pointed that out a long time ago. At least a year ago, if not longer. Oh, my, that, yeah, we, you yeah. know, like he, he he doesn't hold office. He's not a part of the Biden administration. Um, so I, I just I I don't care if if he's guilty. Okay, fine. Like whatever. Like yeah. they, they got him. You charge him. You're investigating him. Uh, so you know, people are like, oh well, if this were anybody else, like uh, all right, yeah. Which is funny to hear that argument from certain people. It is but- funny to hear that argument, but at the same time, yeah. Guys, I mean, can, can we stop acting like we don't have a multi-tier justice system, right? Like, you're, you're just saying that to not, virtue not signal. Thank you for saying multi-tiered and not two-tiered, because right. it is definitely multi-tiered. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's uh, you know. Good choice cho- of words. That's right. why I give you credit. And it, it was intentional because, sure. you know, like, the, the there's, you've got the super wealthy, you've got political figures, you've got... Um, you celebrities, know, you've got right, like you've got all these other, like all these groups connected at the top, people in right? different neighborhoods and, then, and suburban areas, right? And, like, and then there, there's local politics and money and all that other stuff that gets involved. So, like, we 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 don't have this black and white, you know, just straight shooting justice system, correct? That people like to virtue signal, like we do, right? right. Like, it's just whenever it's convenient for you, right, to use it, then then you will, right? And so. You know, my, my thing is, if th- this is what they found, you know, now look, there's also rumors coming out, like, and here's the other frustrating thing about where we are, right? So news comes out that Hunter Biden uh, agrees to a plea deal, right? Yep. Everyone's like, oh, he's a criminal, you know, like he's doing drugs and whatever. So so they bust him. It's just like, all right, yeah, he, he didn't report this to his taxes. Uh, um, you know, he had a gun. We know he was using drugs in the same video. So we're going to hit him with this charge. And... That's it, right? Like, so it's just like, all right, well, I mean, you got your justice. Like, what, what do you want? Right. You, you want him to go to jail for 20 years? Like, what are we doing? But then as soon as that comes out, you've got someone, uh, uh, IRS whistleblower. Well, there were so many other charges that could have been, but the IRS decided not to do it because they wanted to protect Joe Biden. And this person doesn't have any proof of this particular statement or hasn't shown it to this point. But 
it is now being reported by you know all your conservative talking heads that the IRS and the DOJ are now folding uh, and bending the knee to Biden and trying to protect him with their investigations into Hunter Biden. And uh, it's just, look, if, if that's happening, that's obviously disturbing. And if, if Joe Biden, um, you know, was bribed and used his son or his son used him and Joe Biden knew about it while Joe Biden was in office, because the other thing, too, is I'm seeing reports Joe Biden took money from such and such company yeah, in Ukraine too. in 2017. I'm like, well, guys, why the fuck do we care? He wasn't in office in 2017. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> right? Like, Obama and Biden were out of office in 2016. They lost to Donald J. Trump. Yes. So, at that point in time, Joe Biden was doing what Donald J. Trump normally is doing. Right? I mean, because if, if you make money off of... Right. Yeah. Now, I, I guess there's an argument, like, well, he, you know, maybe he's got security clearance or whatever, so maybe that somehow uh, precludes him. But, again, if, if, it's, if it's a business dealing... Right, even even if it is, you know, bullshit. Right, like he's a consultant; they pay him ten million dollars, but he never goes to Ukraine sure. and consults on anything. <laughs> All right, well, whatever they, you know, that's that's their deal. But is that really corruption, or is that just business? Right, like, right. or or could it be corrupt but not illegal? Right, exactly, exactly. Right, and because so it's I, probably that it's probably maybe corrupt is wrong. sleazy, shady, yeah, maybe but not corrupt, illegal. I, I, I mean, fine, corrupt. But yeah, I mean, whatever. It, it de- depend, but if it's if it's a private business to a private business, is that really corruption, right? And what and what are they paying for? And it's just like and, and you can make the argument like Joe Biden knew he was going to run for president, so they paid him money, whatever. But if if the money was reported and it was reported, the the amount of money was reported on Joe Biden's taxes. Um, but there are issues with how it was reported. I don't think he either properly disclosed the source or didn't disclose the source or something like that. Talking about Hunter or, or Joe? No, Joe Biden. Okay. Right. So th- there could be an issue there. And I do believe that some of these claims uh, of, of Joe Biden receiving, you know, improper money, uh, you know, from China, Ukraine, whatever, go back to 2013. Um, but a majority of what I've seen is that the big bulk was in, you know, they said it was eleven 17. million. Yeah, they said it was eleven million dollars from twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen, but ten million dollars in twenty seventeen, right? Like so, theoretically, like there could have okay. been a million dollars in there between. Like so, I, either way, if if he was in office and taking money illegally, then fucking roast him. I don't burn care. him, yeah, fucking burn him. Um, there's a lot of questions about once him and Obama were out of office, what he did, right? And and if it. It's if if it's even applicable because I don't think off the top of my head, I I don't know what you're going to charge him with unless it's tax related because again he didn't report he didn't report it or maybe he didn't report it properly or whatever and that seems to be the angle that they're taking but even still, you know, not properly or, or yeah. not properly disclosing the source of of, of an amount of money. Um, Especially as a foreign source, then I, I, this gets into my level. I don't know shit. Well, about yeah, I mean, it's taxes. just it's a it, like there's a penalty for it, but it's not the type of thing that you're gonna someone's gonna go to jail, right? Right? right. Someone's like it's a it's a it's a process error, really, right. is, is how it's looked at. But it's just I don't know. Like, so people are obviously trying to make a mountain out of a molehill, potentially. But I will say, investigate them, right? If there's a paper trail, follow the fucking money. If the money says he's dirty, then fucking burn him. I don't care. Yeah, right? like I, I mean, and, and I do care. It's unfortunate, but ultimately, like I, I, I'm not, 
I'm not rooting for any, like I'm rooting for them to succeed, but I want them to do it the right way. And if they're not doing it the right way, I want them out. Right. But I don't care if it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden or whoever. Right. And I, I'm, I'm not even going to get in all the whataboutisms because there's so many out there that it's just a joke. But I hate that style of argument, so I won't make one right now. But that's what, that's all it is. That's all like, and, and again, we're so connected to social media, which that's the problem, right? Is that the, uh, the whataboutism argument is fought very aggressively on social media. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And then a lot of the people that you end up debating, like whether you're at a bar or what have you, those people are getting their information from social media. So you still right. are, end up basically sure. fighting a, a war by proxy with social media. But that's what's happening. And, and you've got a very small percentage of people that are controlling the narrative for any particular group. But they're able to disseminate the, the information and the messages very quickly and very efficiently. So it gets out quickly. And then all of a sudden... You know, a majority right. of that faction are—they're all literally speaking the same language and saying the same words with the same sentence structure. And and, and we've had a few discussions about this on uh, a personal level recently, where it's people just read the headline. Like I said, you something and said, "Here's this," and I qualified it with, "All I read was like the first paragraph." The first paragraph is more than a lot of people give. They read a headline and. It's, Hunter Biden exposed for blah, 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 or Donald Trump exposed for blah, and all they see is the headline. And how many times have we talked about it on the show where you read the headline, and then you read the story and go, okay, yes, Hunter Biden did something kind of bad, but he didn't murder children in the street and laugh about it and drink their blood to make Hillary Clinton younger by transferring power like the Highlander. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. There can be, yeah. There can uh, be only one. There can be um, only one, yes. Yeah, so I, I, anyway. here's my thing. I, mean, I guess, like, this this really shouldn't, I mean, this should be a story because it's, a, it's the president's son. Um, and But this also should be the end, but this is not the end, right? Like, so now we got to investigate all his business dealings. And, you know, obviously conservatives are looking to make any connection they can to Biden so they can use that for impeachment. Um, and, and I think that it's a similar situation to Trump. I think that with Trump, the Russia, the whole thing with the Russians, there was something there, but not enough there, right? And so, you know, Trump didn't go to Russia and make a deal with Putin where Putin said, I'm going to get you elected Correct. and this is how we're going to do it. What happened was the Russians, they knew Donald Trump inside and out and they manipulated him easily by yeah. just paying him compliments. Yeah. Right. And then... You know, having him rooms and maybe right, getting all that sort of stuff, to but then, but, or whatever, you but, know, like, so, so, all right, that, that's how you appeal to Trump. But then they luck out when some of the people that Trump hires around him are easily manipulated, all looking for a power grab. You know, not, none of them are, are, are patriots. They're just basically political mercenaries. So you get a Paul Manafort, you get a Roger Stone, you get the, um, what was the Greek kid? Uh, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos, right? And so they're all doing side deals with Russians and Ukrainians sure. and all this other stuff and, you know, funneling money into the campaign, funneling information back to the Russians. And so there was something there with his campaign interacting with Russia that was legitimate. People went to jail. Like we saw yeah. transcript, like uh, transcripts of conversations. We know that there was something there, but it wasn't enough 
to rise to the Donald Trump plan this out was this mastermind who planned by, you right, know, he sure. was going to use the Russians to help elevate himself to president of the United States or, and I don't even think Putin planned it. They're just, no, I think they no, saw an opportunity. They stir, stir the pot and see what happens. Right. They, like very little investment for potentially exactly. high reward. Right. Exactly. And, and, and you could argue and that they, no risk. Like right. if it goes fucking crazy. Fine. Right. They were probably prepared for Hillary, but we're like, let's see. Let's see what we, we can, could do. We right. Can, and, and so you had, there was something there, but it wasn't enough to be, I, I, I can take you down. Right. They tried. But it backfires on him, right? And so this, with Biden, probably goes the same way, right? Like, you, you keep pulling at strings. Eventually, you're going to find something just enough, right, that's going to raise enough of a question about Biden where they can easily get, you know, a, a, a majority in the House, in the, in the Senate, to where they need to get to to, to, to impeach him, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're going to try, but they've got no... Look, yeah. Swing away, Lauren Boebert. She's uh, talking I, about, you know... Look, I, I, I shouldn't say where they're going to get enough, but it's going to be enough to at least make this a topic of conversation yeah. in the media. It, it, yes, it will do that. Uh, for sure. now, and on social media, it will right. be everything. It, so, you know. And there's been so much of a back and forth, like, you impeached our guy, so we're going to impeach yours because we're apparently yes. seventh graders as a country. Yes. And that was the risk that when, when, when that whole thing with articles impeachment for Trump went down, what did I say? I was like, look, if you're going to do this, you better make sure that you're able to get you're able to cut his head off because if not, right, then you're you're you're, you're going to start this thing, yeah. right? And this is the thing, right? Like this isn't for any other thing than they did it to us. We're going to do it to them. We don't like him, right? And we and because they don't care if it actually happens. They don't care if it, if if. It, but what they do care about is that it sends out the signal that they're on the attack. They know that media is going to talk about it. It's going to Fox is going to make sure that they put it out. MSNBC is going to lose their shit and say it's the worst thing ever, right? They know OAN will pick it up and all that other shit, and then it'll be blasted out there, and it'll be just one more thing to distract from the fact that they don't actually have any useful policy. Right. It's <laughs> it's fuel for their righteous indignation. Yes. And it, and it fuels the masses for and, them. And it could, could it get across the finish line to where they're able to actually impeach him? I would say no. no, it shouldn't, but I don't know. It's weird times. No, it, it is weird times. You know, I mean, I don't think they can because they have to go through the Senate to be able to do it, right? Right. Or no, 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 no. No, no. no. The articles, I mean, well, the articles the house, are then, in the House. And then the Senate so conviction So theoretically, yes. they could do it in the House, but, you know. Even then, they I don't even think they have that chance because while they only need, I don't even know if it's a simple majority or 60% or whatever, but they don't have the votes. And... It's, look, Joe Biden, you've expressed your opinion on him before. I'm not as anti-Biden as you, but I'm not a fan. I think he's actually done a fairly good job, if you look at it analytically. He, you know, from a or, policy standpoint, he's done some good things for sure. He, he's definitely had some blunders. But the problem yeah. is, is that he came with baggage that made yeah, him vulnerable. Sure, sure. And for me, that that was the non-starter, right? Because For this very fucking reason. Right now, they were going to look for anything that they could with whoever. If they got beat, they were going to look for anything they could on whoever was in there. So they were going to make it hell on whoever was there, right? And you could argue, well, it had to be Joe Biden because, yeah, he's got baggage, but he's got the the gumption the to name, and the name recognition and the okay and and, and well, the geographic appeal. What I'm telling you though is, I don't know Joe Biden can pull it off again. Now, I feel stronger 
I feel I, I have more confidence in Joe Biden winning a second term today than I did maybe a few months ago. Interesting. Okay, interesting. Right, like his Trump's legal situation is not good. I, I didn't go to law school. How do you quantify not good? I, I mean, second. <laughs> no, 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 it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, he's indicted in two different cases, thirty-seven the, counts in one. He's acting like a fucking psycho on social media. Well, so some of that stuff, like it, like the 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 indictment in New York, and I don't put a lot of. I think that was a waste of time and energy. This this indictment uh, over the documents of Mar-a-Lago and all, all other stuff, the federal that's that's something, right? Just from an ev- sure. evidentiary standpoint, what he's been charged with, I mean, what we what we know the evidence is like this isn't a guess, right? Like, I just read the indictment, right? And just what's in there alone is damning, right? And and you can you you can try to sit there and be like, oh, it's just because you're you know liberal whatever. But this like the law is the law, right? Like this isn't about like you can take away whoever the person is. Like if you read what the law is, and then you look at the evidence that you have regarding the alleged, the defendant, right? And the words that came out of his mouth and the pictures that we like. Sure. I'm sorry. And, and he's the number got of times they tried to give him a chance to say, yes. "Hey, can you make us not have to deal with this?" Yes. And, and then, he was the grouchy old man who and, refused to cut his lawn. And be- but then you've got his own statements. Yes. When he's interviewed by Brett Baer on Fox. Yeah. Which were so meandering. Like, they weren't documents. They were just papers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know what documents are. Right. And, and this, I think well, that's... And, and he says, does. like, he... Well, he, you know, because he goes and he says, right, well, they wanted the documents, but I needed more time, right? To right. figure out what the... Oh, my doc- God. Right? Like, oh, so I, I said we, we had to hold on to them so we could figure out what we're going through, right? But it's just like, look... I mean, you didn't file an extension with the get like right. <laughs> I mean, they, I, I don't like know who you, you said this. It was on CNN, Fox, or MSNBC, but they basically said, "You don't get to tell the government that doesn't fit my timeline. I've got to go play golf." <laughs> right, but that's essentially what he did. Yeah, and he openly acknowledges that on fucking live television for everybody yeah. to see in front of so guys, an look, audience that is I, typically friendly if you want to sit there and call me a, a Trump basher hater whatever fine I don't like the guy but taking all that away like he's got a problem you know now can you you know can a deal be worked out can you whatever I, I, if I were him right like I, I would let this die down a little bit right till we get closer to the next court date and then I would start saying like back channel how can we plead this out that well, he won't. You're, you're do smart, that. and you're a lawyer. He, he won't not do smart. that. <laughs> he won't do that, and and I think it's good because what he's going to count on is he knows the quandary that he's putting the DOJ in. You've got a former president that you've indicted that you're going to take to trial. The timing is going to come around the election, and the pressure is going to build to remove the the thumb of the DOJ from the election, right? And so, and, and you you can't have a candidate, like if you, if you don't have, essentially if you don't have the balls to take that candidate out of the game, right, by either banning him because he's been charged, making a rule, set it, whatever, you know, and you don't even have a mechanism, so I won't even say it's about gumption, but you don't, but by, by because you don't have that mechanism to remove him from this, um, and, you could argue they dragged their feet, they took too long, and now the timing is bad. So now it's like you got to step off and allow this to run its course. 
right? Like you got a lot, and, and if he wins the nomination, then this this is going to have to be really set hard, aside, yeah. right? Until he's out, right? Or, uh, you know, I I, and, I don't know what I mean because th- that's the a lot that should sure. probably be the logical approach that the DOJ takes, right? And a lot of people aren't going to like that going back to the multi-tier justice system, but that's just the reality of what so you're dealing. This is with. the perfect example of multi-tier justice system because if you or I when it's you or I, but if you or I had classified documents, which to my knowledge. You don't. I'm certain I do not. Nope. Um, but if we did, and the government said, hey, you've got to give this back to us, and we stalled for a year and a half, we're not getting cajoling and multiple efforts. Come on, come on, let's not make a big deal out of this. And i got to throw out a few things. One of them is, one of Trump's arguments was, I have to go through these boxes. I've got some of my golf shirts in there. And I just tried to image Donald Trump going through boxes like it was a normal person moving. Yeah. This dude has not opened a document box on his own in a long time. I won't even try to quantify it. No, here's the weird thing about it, though. There were pictures of boxes where they did have shirts in them. <laughs> I didn't see that. So, okay, well, I've got boxes with shirts in them. But, like, no, but they were intermixed with documents. So, I, I don't understand, like, why is that even a thing? I might have that, too, actually. <laughs> You've like, seen me travel right, from project like, to project. That doesn't it. surprise me yeah, at all, but right. I just, like, with him, so... You know, like the, the, his whole situation, especially with these with these uh, federal charges, uh, like I, I just he's he's in a he, he's in a tough spot. Um, I think the smart move would be to plead it out as early as you can, um, get it behind you. It, it, you know, and, and the trial date was set for fairly soon. It's like a month away or a month and a half away. Now was it a trial date? There oh. was a trial date set. Now, it, or, or I mean, it set meaning put in the docket. And now he'll have a chance to kick it down the road, and I think all money is on that he will do that. But um, the whole Brett Bear thing was awesome because finally Fox was legit pushing back, and he clearly did not like it, but knew he couldn't just run away like he would love to. And I I don't like Brett Bear. I think Brett Bear is really exposed for the fact that he was one of the big uh, you know election deniers early on because that was good for ratings, and now it's like oh fuck. He's got a backpedal. Now, now, now Fox wants to look tough on Trump. And it will be interesting to see how it plays out because they're trying to salvage their audience. They fired Tucker Carlson. You know, they, they've got a lot to juggle. And they've, they've, they're kind of reaping what they've sown because they stoked this fire. And now it's like, all right, here you are. Your base is so aggressively, some of your base is so aggressively against anything that's said against Trump. And then the rest of it is so tired of Trump that they wanted to move on. I don't even know what the balance is right now. Well, you know, and Fox is in an interesting position because they, what we know is, um, uh, who's the head of Fox? Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch told Trump, like, look, we're not backing you. We're done. Too much. Too crazy. Too far. Um, and you know Rupert Murdoch has Fox, the Wall Street Journal, um, Washington. Know, no, that's basically. you know a few other outlets, um, maybe the Enquirer, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But he's got a few outlets, and basically none of those outlets are really being very favorable to Trump. Correct. Right. Um, you know, if there's some sort of agreement about something that that Joe Biden did, then okay, fine, or or alignment, but they're not supporting it. Uh, but the reason why they're in an interesting situation, or at least Rupert Murdoch is, 
you know, Trump's got a massive lead over DeSantis, right? Yes. 57 to 20. Seven or something along no, those it's, lines. No, it's huge. But it's a, it's a you know twenty plus point lead, um, and, and the rest of the field makes up like four percent or something. Right, I think the combined percentage of the rest of the field is like seven. Okay, um, sounds about right. You know, Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, the guy who uh, I don't even know, the tech guy whose name I forget, the Indian guy. Yeah, uh, whatever, I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Try to butcher his name. Um, you know that Will Hurd guy out of Texas, and uh, you know a few other people, but. So the problem that Fox has is like they so they pull their support. They're putting you know they're trying to put it behind DeSantis or whatever. He's not doing great right now, but you have to like. Well, the funny thing is though, because I did the math on this, looking at the polls, even if you took everybody else out of the race and just left Trump and DeSantis, Trump would still have, I believe, like a fifteen point lead over DeSantis. Okay. Right. Right now. I, I believe that. Here. Now I think can DeSantis close that gap? Maybe. It's still the Sanders can also fuck up because we've seen the more you put the light yeah. on that guy, the worse it gets. Right, and and he's it seems as though after his big announcement and everything else, he's he has toned down his visibility. Um, and it, what did I say all along though? Like he, I think he announced a little too early. Still, yeah. Right. I if I were him, I would be making my announcement right about now. I would have been very quiet throughout leading up to that time. Right over the last. You know, like probably once, you know, the election was over and everything else, um, I probably would have kept very quiet. Um, and the main reason why is let Trump hang himself. Yeah. Right. And let some of these up. Nikki Haley, right? Nikki Haley is out here just saying whatever. You know, she's taking slogans from three, four, you know, MAGA three, four years ago and throwing them out there. Right. And, you know, making a statement how she... You know, uh, just it, saying ridiculous things. I'm not even going to repeat because she's desperate. Um, I don't know. I all forget right. where you, I was you, going. All right. that, but. You know, you know. I'm glad because I kind of want to move on because there's so many other things going on, and I want to really quickly, or maybe not so quickly, touch on uh, Juneteenth. Juneteenth, we talked about last week, mm-hmm. and during the week, um, or on on the day, Ted Cruz tweeted something that was actually respectful and responsible. And he talked, I forget the exact tweet was basically today we celebrate the day when uh, federal troops rolled into Galveston and officially ended slavery in America. This is a day of remembrance or something to that effect. Now, not a fan of Ted Cruz. I've mocked the guy brutally, publicly and privately, but at least he had the decency and the good sense to say the right thing. And if you want to call it bullshit, I'll probably agree with you. But I have a bigger problem with people who can't even get the bullshit right. Enter Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley said, Juneteenth is a day where we celebrate something about America and basically Christianity is our religion and this is where slavery came to die. Hmm. That is Representative Josh Hawley of Missouri. Missouri. I'm going to shut the fuck up right now. I mean, so Josh, when you say slavery came here to die, did you mean it came to live a very slow and very prosperous death until it was kind of forced to die after a few hundred years? Um, I don't know, man. There's not, like, it's it's a dumb statement. Sure. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot of analysis that needs to go into it, right? It was clearly a statement that was meant to get a reaction 
you know, sure. we're, we're, you know, labeling us a Christian nation, a Christian nation. Yep. Um, which I, I don't have a problem with really, but again, like we, we have this church and state and we have this whole thing about religious freedom. And then yet you're saying we're, well, religious freedom, as long as you're Christian is what <laughs> right. it feels like. Right. Josh. Sure. So I don't know, man, I, 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 I hate, because that that in and of itself is is a distraction, right? And 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 not that he's thrown that up as as a distraction to keep your attention away from this conspiracy of whatever, but it's just another. It's dog whistle too, though, right? It's, yeah, it's, it is, but it's just it's it's literally there just to stir the pot. That's sure. what it's just like. Let's get it. Let's whip him up into a frenzy. And and he's doing it in front of a group of people that he knows will not hold him accountable. Exactly. I mean, if, if he, he knows if, that he, he doesn't represent support. Ferguson, Missouri. He represents right. He, he, another part of Missouri. I frankly don't know exactly. Right. But, what, but I gotta guess. He know it's not even about. They agree with him, right? They support him. Absolutely. They back it. It's not even about no, like no, no, no like, exactly. That's my point. The is, idea of holding accountable is so far down the. In fact, the it's, line. The, it's quite the opposite. It's like here's right. how I keep my my boys. Yes, on my side. That is for, that is that is his accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Continue, you know, continue to fight the fight. And when he says that, that's basically him saying, "Hey, I'm still fighting the fight, boys." Like, yeah, yeah, he's doing it. He's right? still fighting the fight for the oppressed white American Christian, right? Male, <laughs> you know. So uh, fuck him. Yeah, exactly. I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, and Ted Cruz, it's just it's also like, uh, all right. I'm not, look, I'm I'm not no, patting Ted Cruz on the back. I'm all the biggest Use it compliment. As a comparison. It, well, that and the biggest the biggest compliment I'm trying to give him is, okay, I think you're a douche and an idiot, but at least you know how to not completely fuck up. Congratulations, Ted. I mean, you're also saying that to the guy who, when the power went out in Texas, put his foot put himself and his family on a plane to Cancun. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right? Oh, yeah. I and mean, had no shame about it. And and trip was already planned, right? So it had to go. I mean, he's such a douche. Again, for, for, if if anyone is taking this as me becoming a Ted Cruz fan, I have misrepresented myself, and I want to clearly state that is not the case. I mean, it's the same guy who fired a, a, a fully automatic M4, and um, then you know put put a couple of magazines through it, and then cooked bacon on the barrel of the gun. Ted Cruz. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, what's his name, Rick Perry. No, that was Ted Cruz. That was Ted Cruz, okay. Oh, I'm surprised he hadn't done before. Um, it wasn't his. I know, how does that cook bacon? I want a douche. All right, so uh, Justice Alito, I do want to touch on this because it's kind of a big deal and it also will provide a bit of a segue. Um, it, maybe this is naivety on my part, but I did not think about how much lobbying and soliciting towards the Supreme Court goes on, but both Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito have gotten some pretty ugly things exposed about them, and that's a much bigger deal than some organization throwing a bunch of campaign money behind a Josh Hawley. These are Supreme Court justices. They have been approved. They are lifetime appointees, and they change our country more than any sitting member of Congress. Like singularly, yeah. Singularly, yes. Right. Um, yeah. So you know, Lido was uh, on a plane, like a, boat, was on a, a boat, fancy, like a. No, know. I thought he was on a private jet. Uh, I, maybe both are true. There was definitely yeah. a yacht in there somewhere. Right. I know there was definitely a private jet story as well. So they were flying from one place to the other, and someone said, "Well, you know, why are you on this plane?" And it was like because 
there was an extra seat or something right, like that. Right, yeah, he claimed that there was, there was yeah. the seat was going to used wasn't going to use if I didn't use it, so it was offered to I, me and right, I flew so with this billionaire to do something. Yes, that's correct. To, I had to take one for the team. Um, <laughs> but I think it should be a big story, should be a bigger story. Um, but you know, Republicans don't really want to fuck with the op- with the court right now. Um, sure, you know because they've got favor they've got favorable numbers, um, and so you know some of the stuff that's being proposed is expanding the court, which is just bad. I have a terrible idea. Right, expanding the court is bad. Democrats want to do it. Everybody want like listen. You're pissed off, so you're looking at the easiest, lowest hanging fruit, and I'm telling you, expanding the Supreme Court is not it. Right? You're gonna do it. You, you're gonna do it now. Okay. So maybe, maybe if you're lucky, Biden is able to get one person through. Maybe. Right. Sure. Like, because you don't really have what the do you numbers. Expand it to eleven? Like, what's right? the, like, what's I the mean, number? I don't know. You've got nine now. So right. You, exactly. You yeah, it's got to be. An, it's got to be an odd, be an odd number, number, right? So. Or do, I guess it does. Yeah. You know, it's. You got. You have to figure out. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Slight distraction going on in the yeah, studio that will not be mentioned. But um, so you, you, you've got this idea of expansion, whether it's eleven or thirteen or whatever. If you don't have the numbers in the Senate to be able to get your candidate through, right? Whoever sure. you want to, you want to add, and all they're going to do, they're going to fight and they're going to stall, right? Um, until. Because like, that's the other thing too. If you expand it now, right? Like you've got a very short amount of time to fill those seats, right? And you can try to rush it and everything else, but they're just, all they're going to do is drag their feet. Mitch McConnell knows exactly what to do, even though he's in a minority position. He's proven he knows how to stall a Supreme Court nomination. Right. I mean, we we know we know that he could do it. So the problem is, if you do this and you're not able to fill all the seats or what have you. Because you can have empty seats on the Supreme Court. You know, we've sure. done it. We've had it recently when Scalia died. Right. So. No, what, it's, it's open, it opens right, a can of worms. Because then immediately what happens is they stall until they get their person in. And then if they have the numbers, now you've got, you know, a nine super to six. Big, right. Whatever, yeah. Like, you, you know, it's nine to three or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like, so that's a bad idea. But Alito but, should be. Investigated and held accountable if he in fact broke laws. And there, talk about we don't even know if they're investigating Clarence Thomas, right? Sure. And there were multi, and the Clarence Thomas I think was way way worse with in terms of just scale and of money uh, taken. You know, I mean, you know, multiple trips on yachts, multiple trips on the private jet, right? The guy bought Clarence Thomas's mother's house. Put a you know, kid through school or something, just right? Just like, yeah, like I mean, like, like I forget the details in, of that. Investigate that, and then get to Alito, right? Or I mean, no, I'm investigate sure, both. I guess this is one of those things. I will honestly, I will take you. I will take Clarence Thomas being investigated and Alito being swept under the rug. Multi-tier justice system. Remember? <laughs> I you, mean, and, and I'm not saying that uh, because race or because of, uh, of no, no, of, it has nothing to do with race. No, I mean, it just has to do with the scale. With, <laughs> scale. Okay. Right, like, like, should, like Alito. If you want to make the argument of it was the person who was going to fly in that seat didn't make it, right? So the seat was empty and it had already been, but whatever. Okay, fine, it's bullshit, but fine. Um, 
I don't know what was going on with the yacht or the, the yeah. The I'm sorry, I, I, I was you know reading like other things. So I, this was, but yeah, he he took a lot of gifts. And I guess my biggest uh, point that I wanted to get on on the show was that I always ignored the manipulation and the lobbying towards Supreme Court justices, and that is probably the area we should be paying the most attention to, because they are lifetime appointees. They have incredible power. And literally, in certain cases, if you can swing one or two, you can change history. Yeah, I mean, that sounded very dramatic. And it's probably true in some parallel world, but it's not accurate here because this has been going on. Well, that doesn't mean it's called out. I mean, it it does get called out, but it doesn't get traction. That's kind of my point, though, is that it should be. That should be at the top of the list, and it's not. Agreed, and it's great to make that statement, but the problem is that you are so far down the rabbit hole. Oh. Right? Like, Like, paying attention to, like, people need to go to fucking prison is what needs to happen. Right? Like, I mean, like, if, like, if I have the money and the connections, I can gain access to the Supreme Court and influence them in their decision-making process. That can't be allowed. Right? And my frustration comes with, this has been something that has been at issue for 20-plus years. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, in, probably in, longer. Maybe yeah, probably longer. But I know like some of these stories, some of the very story, various stories, and because there there have been actual prosecutions around lobbying of Supreme Court members, right? People who took it too far in their lobbying efforts, and there are other situations where there were no charges, but you've got record of a Supreme Court justice being, you know, basically wined and dined by ex lobbyists. And then shortly thereafter, a court decision made where the decision comes out in favor of that lobbyist. Can't necessarily direct, directly sure. connect the two, but people bring things up like this all the time. What about this situation? What about that situation? What about this situation? And no, no, like it's out there. The stories are there. You could find them, right? The cases are there, right? I could see them. I've read some of them, but it's like no one, no one really reacts. The, you know, the stories are there, and it's like literally everyone's like, eh, okay. You know, so the, For lack of a word, it's not sexy. Right, and so the issue is, is that it's not sexy now. It's not, it, when will it be? Um, and so how, how do you address it when it's, there, there's, no, there's no demand for, for it to be True. addressed? Right, now people are saying it right now, today, right, this week, because the, the story with Alito came up this week. But when's the last time anyone really thought about Clarence Thomas and the, and the nonsense that he was into, right? And the and the crow guy, sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, like people have already forgot about it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's someone on Capitol Hill who's still diligently working very very hard. And Probably all, frustrated as hell, mad <laughs> as hell because no one is listening to him or her. But that that's where my frustration is: is that this isn't new, right? Now we have evidence of it, and we're still not doing anything. I agree. And again, this is where investigations and potential impeachment should be relevant because you're talking about lifetime appointees who have a responsibility to their The question that we have to be asking is why? Why why is this not getting more traction? Why are people livid beside themselves pissed at Clarence Thomas, at Alito, 
right? Why aren't they wanting to fucking comb all, like comb through all of their records and have them? All, you know what I mean? Like they, this should be honestly, produce it all, or we're coming after all of you with pitchforks. And honestly, if you you brought up the idea of you know the uh, a lot of left wingers saying we should expand the court, no, we should hold the court accountable. So if if you're right, you're right. The MSNBCs and the you know Young Turks, this should be the thing they're screaming from the mountaintops. Like, oh, you want us to get the Supreme Court control back? How about we hold accountable guys who violated their oath of office? And I'm not sure if Thomas did. I'm not sure if Alito did. I don't have seen, haven't seen any of the evidence. But that should be the focus. Not let's change the number on the court. And we've talked about this before. How many times have the Democrats said, we're going to change the rules now because it helps us now. And it comes back and kicks them in the balls. And they're like, whoa, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit you created. <laughs> yep. So, all right, man, we could do that. We know this, this probably won't go away. And there's two other things I really think we need to talk about. One of them is not maybe as important, but it's a, a thing with you and I. And, and, and I saw you on Twitter. And, um, and that is... You know, RFK Jr. was on Joe Rogan's show, and and the, I don't really want to get into details of the discussion. I kind of want to talk about the larger issue of, like, Joe Rogan has a huge platform. And whenever he puts people on there that say stuff that mostly when it rankles the left, it goes both ways, but mostly when it rankles the left. And RFK Jr. is definitely in that category because he's an anti-vaxxer, and Joe Rogan and RFK Jr. got together and talked about the vaccine and... Frankly, neither of them are qualified to talk about vaccines because neither of them know shit about medical anything. Um, but I, I do think there's a, a, a balance here, and that is, if you want to say that Joe Rogan shouldn't platform RFK Jr., my argument would be, he has a platform. He doesn't need Joe Rogan. Yes, it helps him to a degree, but we've spoken to people who've been platformed by Joe Rogan who were literally nobodies until they got onto his show. And those people get a chance to make a name for themselves. I don't think that applies to RFK Jr. And I do have a fundamental problem with the idea of you shouldn't platform people, you know, because if just because you don't like what they're saying. At the same time, yep, it, it's, it's not completely, it's not fake because there are people who say crazy shit and you put them on a platform like Joe Rogan's, there's plenty of people out there, you could probably make a case I'm one of them, who hear what he says about supplements and about training and about whatever, you go, oh, this guy knows that. Now he's talking about vaccines. I'm going, okay, you don't know shit. But there's a whole lot of people that bought into the first two that don't push back on the third. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I, I don't have... I, I really don't have an issue with anyone being platformed or not um, because it all sounds like censorship. It all sounds like you you don't like what this person says, so you slap a label on it as being dangerous or misinformation or anti-LGBT, whatever. Because, well, you don't like it. It goes against the things that you believe, so you don't want to hear it, and then you try to make these connections to it being dangerous or what have you, right? Um, and there's, look, I get what you're doing there. It's like, look, if they continue to put out this bad information, people are going to hear it and 
they're not smart enough to know to not listen to this. So we're going to have these people that are listening to this, and then it creates a danger for everyone. So we're trying to do the thing for the greater good um, by silencing this particular narrative that we don't like because we feel it's dangerous. I get where you're coming from, but the power you're wielding in that moment to do that is way more dangerous than any virus could be, right? That power in and of itself of censoring someone and telling someone that they cannot use their voice is a virus that is just that is more deadly than COVID could ever wish to be because it not only puts people in danger, right? Because if it once corrupted, that type of power of censorship and control, like we've we've seen what happens in China and Russia and in in communist countries, right? People sure. die. Right, and it also basically kills your democracy. It kills the idea of freedom. Um, so it's it's extremely dangerous and deadly to sit there and say the thing you have to say you can't say because we don't like it. But we'll tell you it's because it's dangerous, right? And and the people aren't smart enough to decide for themselves. So we then need to decide for them what they can and cannot be privy privy to, right? We may not agree. We may think that taking fucking ivermectin or whatever is stupid and ridiculous. And, you know, look, here's the other thing, too. I took the vaccine. I took two boosters. Um, And then after that, I stopped because there were some there were some concerns about some inflamed heart stuff with some of the boosters and medically being African-American, you know, got to be careful with the heart stuff. Right. Family, you know, has a history of high blood pressure, all that other stuff. So stopped after a booster or two. Um, I don't have an issue. Like, I don't think that RFK has the slightest idea what he's talking about. I think he's regurgitating information. I think he's mis, uh, uh, he's, he's improperly um, analyzing different medical reviews and, and medical journals and things like that and relaying the information in a, I won't say disingenuous, but an inaccurate way. Um, and that's not good. That is problematic for the people who believe it. But the problem is those people need to be smart enough to be able to see through the bullshit. And if not, then I, I, we can't legislate away stupidity, right? Clearly we I, cannot. I, we, I know we really want to, but like you cannot legislate, like you people from doing stupid things that hurt the greater good, right? True. Like you, you just, well, but, we're, you but we're in a spiral in the wrong direction too because right. it just keeps getting worse and worse. But people and keep getting dumber and dumber and then we yeah. keep saying, well, we have to protect people from themselves even more and more and more. Sure. And that is how you end up getting into a, this, a situation yeah. like a communist China or Russia where the government then comes in and says, don't worry, we'll take care of you because you are too, you, you can't do it yourself, Right. You know, you, yeah. then, then you start taking pages out of uh, the little guy's book down in North Korea, right? Um, and I just, I, I, that, and that's why I can't, like, look, you may not like what he's saying, and if people honestly listen to it and believe it, then we got to get to a point where that's on them, right? And now you, not, so you got to be selfish and you got to protect yourself because you are surrounded by a lot of stupid people who will believe anything from any fucking body, and yes, it puts you at risk. But what puts you even more at risk is taking your freedom and the government then controlling you, 
right? And your body autonomy and your, and your freedom in every sense of the word to the point where you then just become expendable. Which, what do you mean? Which means that, like right now, you've got human rights and you've got yeah, okay. you've got constitutional okay. rights. All right. So when you say, I mean, right. look, what, what, I've talked about the Reichstag's fire decree, which if you don't know what it is, it was basically what allowed the Nazis to say, "We're suspending due process because there are enemies of the state out there, and it's not going to affect you unless you're an enemy of the state. But we're going to make sure that those folks can't hide behind our laws, and then those laws become irrelevant." Sorry to interrupt, but I yeah, but put no, a point that's, on that. but that's what, but and, and that's where, like, you have to you have to play the movie out. You have to look yeah. further down the road. I get what you did. Like, yes, COVID was a serious thing, and, and you wanted more people to buy into the vaccines. I get it, right? Now you've got these anti-vaxxers, and they somehow manage, you know, the, these dipshit flat Earth anti-vaxxer motherfuckers somehow get enough traction to where they now have a candidate running for president of the United States. Spewing all this bullshit, yeah, that all sucks. Yeah. Right? It does. But problem is, like, it, and it's really six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, right? It is, yeah, it is dangerous for RFK to be saying some of the shit that he's saying. Um, because but, uh, it, it, censorship it, is much more dangerous right, to me. Right, censorship and, is much more dangerous. Now, and, and the reason why I have a problem with a lot of what RFK is saying is because some of the stuff that he's saying, like, the connections between vaccines and autism, right? Like, there are multiple reports that, that refute that. You yeah. know that that is bullshit. And yet he, you know, he clung on to that for a long time. He pivoted away. He pivoted away from vaccine and autism because it was just he was proven wrong. He did he did so very quietly, but it timed up very well for him to jump on vaccines and COVID. Sure, right. I mean, the vaccines and autism thing. I actually know the history of way too well. It has to do with a preservative that was used in vaccines years ago called thimerosal, which contained mercury. And people said mercury exposure, which does have psycho psychological effects. So mercury is a bad thing. Now, thimerosal may or may not have had sufficient amounts of mercury. When I got really sick, I had tested positive for mercury poisoning. Well, okay, things. but you got really sick because you took a supplement that <laughs> had heavy metals in it. Yeah, exactly. And, and mercury and, and, and was one of them. And it's a really bad one. It <laughs> yes. fucks with your head and fucks up with your body in a lot of ways. I mean, we've talked about lead poisoning in the past. Lead poisoning is like the little brother of mercury. But I mean, the term mad is a habit. Yeah. In fact, can we move on from RFK? Because, well, just because, uh, what else is there to say? Um, you know, he no, it's said, fine. I, I, he, I thought you were, you were going to make no, a point. No, then it was, no I, I just wanted to make sure that people understood that he said those things. That was a long since debunked, you know, uh, theory, but it stuck with him for a long time. And it was debunked in the 90s, maybe early 2000s. Yeah. But that was the whole thing. Parents weren't getting their kids vaccinated because of autism. Autism numbers are on the rise in large part because we've reclassified how we define autism. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I don't mean to minimize it. I have one friend who has three kids, all of them on the spectrum. 50 years ago, they would have just considered poorly behaved children. Today, they're on the spectrum. And when they had to find a, a, a bad guy for causing it, they chose vaccines. And they chose thimerosal. But we're, we're at risk of going along. And the next topic is something that has been all over everything for the last several days and I think it really shines a really ugly light on us as a society. And I'm speaking of the, uh, the Titan submarine, the Titan submersible, I don't even know what to call it, uh, yeah, it's incident, a incident, event. It's, and it's, it's it, you know, when you put your mind in, so if you don't know this, I don't know where the fuck you've been, but in a, a, a submersible vessel 
was going down to look at the wreckage of the Titanic, and it apparently went deeper than any other vent, uh, venture of this type type had. No, 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 you're not. You're, you're, Is that wrong? I, yeah. I heard that. So, this is what happened. So, you've got, um, what was the company's name? Ocean... Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate, yes. Uh, Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. Um, so, you've got this company, Ocean Gate, and their whole shtick was um, that they would take you down to see the wreckage of the Titanic. Well, the wreckage of the Titanic is very, very deep at the bottom of the ocean. Um, and so, if you don't know anything about the ocean, um, getting down to depths that deep um, is very dangerous because you have the pressure of the water above yeah. you, right? Like, so it takes a very specialized, uh, like, vehicle, submersible mm-hmm. that is very specifically designed to withstand that sort of pressure for that amount of time. And there's a lot of science and engineering that needs to go into building that vessel so that it can hold up because if something fails, any part of it fails, then, you know, and, and the pressure on the outside starts to merge the pressure well, on the inside, then... If, if, you, if, it, if it breaches, that pressure is coming in. And right. it ain't going to... And it, it would take... So, hold on. Hold on, because you're going to go engineering. So we're just going to... I am about to go engineering. Right. So what happens is all that pressure comes rushing in. And the speed and the power and the energy that that creates makes basically an implosion where you explode from the inside out, just for lack of a better word. Um, but everything it would be destroyed. Like man, uh, uh, Mythbusters years ago did an experiment with this where they took like a dummy stuff with like pig and cow parts and you know, submerged it down, I think, I don't know, it was like 200 feet or okay. something like that. And the thing exploded. Right yeah. now, they used. And this is unprotected, but yeah. Right. Well, they use they use one of those old timey like uh, diver suits with the helmet. Like the, with the, the, with the, what's a, what's a with Cuba the hose. Junior Dark Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the hose Metal attached. <laughs> yeah, and the and the and the cage front. But they use one of those, and then you see the thing explode at like two hundred feet. Right. Like so, you, there's you know very special ways that sure. you do this. Now, mind you, the Titanic is at like I don't know four thousand, oh, four or five, six thousand depth, something along those lines. Um, now, one of the issues is that we know the glass on this submersible was rated for like 13, 1,300 meters or something along those okay. lines, and they needed to get down to like four or 5,000 meters, right? Like, so think about what we just said. If any part of this fails, then you die, Game right? Yep. Because it's basically an instant almost implosion that creates a whole lot of heat. They said it's so hot, it would be like the equivalent of the surface of the sun, and then everything kind of disperses. Now, the guy who said it, I'm going to take his word because he was some sort of... Yeah, it, the heat... Would, all right, I, I won't engineer on you. Go ahead. All right. So, but that... So, it, it's an instant, relatively painless death, right? I, I would imagine. Sure, yeah, probably, would you know... You horrifying. Probably, you're, you're, right. Like, you probably have boom! about a 30-second window where you're like, oh, this is not going to go well, right? Um, and then it doesn't. So, the issue was... The, the founder of this, of this Ocean Gate, uh, you know, we know for a fact now that he cut a lot of corners in designing this machine, uh, this submersible, uh, and then it was filled with people. He was charging $250,000, which, you know, that flew you out to a, a boat out in international waters, and then you got in the submersible, and, you know, it could hold five people. Sure. It would take you down, look at the Titanic. You would come back up. Yeah, great. You know, you just flew $250,000 to go two miles under the ocean. Um, but again, he cut a lot of corners. He got sued. There were whistleblowers. There were people. There's all this other stuff. He even did a thing where it was on like 60 minutes or something, and you got to see it. And 
I don't know how anybody watching that 60 Minutes or just seeing it, right, based off what I saw, like, my black ass is not getting on that, right? Like, I, one, I'm just, I'm not, like, I put that in the white people shit category, like, the shit that white people do, which is, like, go look at the Titanic. We know how the Titanic ended, right? Like, the big fucking iceberg, but I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movie because I don't give a fuck about the Titanic, right? It's a very interesting story, and that is it. I'm it's not a trying to go, trash movie, by the way. Right? And I'm trying to go down two miles to go look at wreckage. Right, like the only thing that, that that would be remotely close for a person like me is like, hey, we found this slave ship that your ancestors came over on. Do you want to go see it down at the bottom of the ocean? No, the fuck, I do not. I was just saying, would you? I no, I wouldn't. Exactly. Right, I don't want to see the Titanic. I don't want to see a slave ship. I don't want. I don't give a fuck if it's a fucking thing of gold. Bring it up. <laughs> Call me when you do. Right, like so the idea that these motherfuckers look and saw the same thing that I saw. And we're comfortable giving this guy $250,000 to sit in that and go down there? Child, please. There is no, I just, I can't, like, and people are like, you don't feel bad? No. Because the guy from Ocean Gate, he cuts corners. So they're, like, you've got reckless, negligent behavior off the rip. So I don't feel bad for him, right? The only one I feel bad for is the son of the one guy, right? Who he, apparently, you know, he dragged his 19 year old son along. Um, to his death, that is terribly unfortunate. But then everybody else there, the, you know, the other three people there, you you were doing this like they weren't explorers. No, like these guys weren't explorers. They weren't trailblazers. They wanted to show off their wealth, right? They had a weird obsession with the stupid American thing. But this wasn't trail. James Cameron, of all people, you want to talk about an explorer and a trailblazer? I'm sorry, I I'll t- I'll put. James Cameron at the top. He's been down there 31 times in a, in a machine that he helped design. Oh, I thought he was on one of these guys. Uh, I think, uh, no, he wasn't the I one. I don't think he went, went to that depth. No, but no, 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 no. He, he went, like, James Cameron, when he was doing research for the Titanic, he himself was in a, the, the submersible that he was in. Okay. Like, shows you, like, if you just saw that. First and of then, all, he didn't go nearly as deep, by the way. Yes, he did, Jim. That's he went to the okay. bottom of the Mariana Trench. I, I, then I misunderstood something I read. But go on, because I've got... I don't know what you're supposed no. to suck. Um, but, like, like, so if... I'm going to take James, Cam, James Cameron's word on this, because the dude's been down there 31 times, and I'm sorry, if you're talking about going to that depth, right, to where the Titanic is, because a lot of this was when they were doing research for the movie. Yeah. Right? Like, so I'll take his word for it, right? And if James Cameron, the guy who's done this 31 times successfully because he's, you know, still in one piece, says, like, look, man, there were plenty of red flags and I didn't know the guy. I tried to reach out to him and he blew me off, right? And then you've got these people who were just, like, James Cameron is the explorer. He's the expert. These people weren't that. They were just trying to do something to say, hey, I did this one time. So I think there's a really good analogy to this. Um, this to me is like people who want to climb Mount Everest. Now, this is a much lazier version, much more expensive and much more lazy version of that because you're not doing the work. But do you know how many people died on Mount Everest so far this year? Or do you want to venture a guess? I actually looked it up. So this time I actually have some data. Um, I would in 2023. say... In 2023, where are we? We are in June. We're in June. Um, uh, I don't know, 50? Not low. Uh, 12 dead confirmed, five more missing. Oh, okay. So, but anyway, three times as many people as died. No, 
I, I, I'm not trying to diminish anyone's pain and whatever, but when you do stuff that is risk-based, thrill-based, whatever, part of that is, you're, you know, if you do a death-defying thing, well, sometimes death wins. Yeah, this, this, is, this is, to me, and, different than that, though. Okay, I, 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 I want to hear why. Because if here, here's why for me, it's it it's the negligence aspect. Okay, like it's it's one thing to go climb Mount Everest. You right? say on the part of the, the uh, submersible on the sub, oh, on the okay. design of the submersible things like that, but also but there were also red flags for the people. Like again, just looking at the thing that they were going down. Like I'm not an engineer and I'm not a oceanographer or whatever, but I there were enough just watching it on six, sixty minutes. I'm like, what? What? No, no. Have you ever seen what climbing Mount Everest looks like? Yeah, Jim. Okay. Why do you think I just said fucking fifty people to this point? Okay. Because to okay. me, I, I the thought of climbing Mount Everest seems insane. I watched a thing. I think it was on Real Sports, and I mean, I had heard about it. And I thought, oh, well, people get elevation sickness, whatever. They're, like, shimmying across ladders, like, 50-mile gaps over a cavern that's, you know, 200 And so my point is that it's not a good analogy. These are different. Like, that's a whole different type of risk. Sure. And and there's a lot of preparation and training that you're doing for that, right? Like, you you have to learn it. That's kind of what I'm saying, though, is... This the Everest that, guys are crazy, but they have training and they have whatever. These guys just this, basically want to right. be guided tour. Oh, because you said that. it was an analogy, so maybe analogy in terms of in terms of like you know loss of life, because everyone's treating like I heard people talking about how how are we going to change laws to make this safe in the future? I'm like, don't. Well, we don't. no, 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 no. no. The, so I do have a thing there because right. we have we have a major problem there because uh, listen, you know why I have no issue flying. You know how many fucking regulations there are as it relates to flying? A lot. Right? We both fly a lot. Yes. In our lives. Right. And but I mean, just just to get in the fucking airport is a whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it, with this though, it's different. That thing had to go out in the inter- international waters, and he wasn't meeting any standard because he didn't have to. I was just saying, there's no it. standards. He's in right? international waters. And, and my thing is, if I'm gonna go do that, right? Like, because here's the thing: when you go fly. All you hear about is FAA regulations and this and that and what has to be done and what you can and can't do based on rules, laws, regulations, guidance, oversight, right? Yeah. And and you and to a degree they hang their hat on that. Like, listen, flying is dangerous. You're getting on a giant thing filled with fuel going up in the air. Things happen, but we don't have that many crashes. And here's why: because we're safe, right? Yeah. They hang their hat on that. This guy wasn't doing that, right? He wasn't because promoting he it as being to. safe, right? It kind of joked about the waiver, right? Like, it, it made that a whole big thing. And my thing is, like, th- those are red flags, people. And this isn't an after. I'm not saying this after the fact. I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking f- things, right? Like, I'm kind of a Freddy cat, <laughs> right? Like, I have no desire to go fucking climb a mountain or go put a flag at the top. Like, that seems insane. I'm not going to swim in the ocean with sharks. I don't give a fuck if you put me in a cage. Fuck you. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going. I, I'm on the same boat as you. Right? Like all, like all <laughs> I'm on the same boat as a bad choice <laughs> <Right>. of terms. <laughs> yeah, man. But, like, so for me, 
Like these are like the, the reason why this is so unforgivable is that you one the negligence factor and the recklessness factor of the CEO of Ocean Gate and what he was willing to do to go chase a buck. But then you also have the fact that these people were just so blinded by the idea of what they were doing, they didn't actually look at and think about what they were doing. They didn't ask the right questions. I'm paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Then I'm going to ask to see. I'm going to ask to see specs. I'm going to ask to see safety records. I'm going to ask to say, what standard are you meeting to take me down two miles under the fucking ocean where if something goes wrong, we are instantly dead? Home slice. Yeah, well, well, and if we're not but, instantly dead and we're still fucked, then that means we have a slow and awful death. So I'm sorry. I need you to show me a whole lot of shit before I hand you a check for a quarter million fucking dollars and you put my life on the line. And, and if, if, it, if I'm crazy okay, for this. thinking let me that. Ask this. Hold on. Does the two hundred? So, if they offered you a chance to do this for free, I know what you would say. You know what I would say? You say fuck off. I would absolutely say I'm fuck say, off. Say, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that the two hundred fifty grand shows the class of people who are you know, the economic right. class of people. But, but like, regardless, even, like so, like, even if hey, you're Steve, saying I could do you this get for a free, free ride, you get right. a San Alito ride. Right. You, hey, we got a we got an open spot. You want it? You. I'm gonna call Sam. I'm gonna call Sam. You want the Steve? You want this? You want the spot? It's call, open. It's free. Go ahead. Call Sam. Right. I I need that Not adjustment. A fucking up. chance. You're no doing way. That. Nor, doing by the way, nor am I. <laughs> and and if somehow you were even able to get me on the fence, every question that I just said, with a m million others in my head, will be asked. And if they're not answered, to my satisfaction, I don't, you can say, "Oh, you're not an expert." I know enough that I would go fucking have one standing right next to me when we're having this conversation. Yeah. So I would go get somebody from the fucking Navy that has been on a submarine that knows about fucking boats. And I'm like, does this, check, does this check out to you before I go put my life on the line and get on that thing to go under the fucking sea with fucking Ariel two <laughs> miles deep? I, like, yep. and it, like I, I think okay. it's crazy that not every single person didn't ask all those questions. And then when that guy wouldn't have been able to answer them or the answers he gave were clearly bullshit, that they didn't say fuck right off. That's that's why that's my issue so that, with that, all of it. That that is completely reasonable. Um, I do have an issue with a lot of people, though. There, I mean, what what you've basically what I don't want to misrepresent you. You're here, so I'll say it in front of you. The this is some dumb white people shit or white people shit, whatever you just said. It is okay. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that, but it definitely is. And there's lots of people out there going, you know, fuck you. You got what you deserved. Okay, you can make that case, but it's a shitty take. And I really have a problem with people who I know who are so easily offended when you use a wrong pronoun that are gleeful. And I'm thinking of one person in particular that we both know who's gleefully putting shit about this on Facebook and whatever. And I'm like, dude, you sound like such trash right now. You're the guy who told me if someone wore a costume that offended you at Halloween that they should be just destroyed, that they should have no career ever again. And you're going to go, ha ha, a billionaire died. That's a shit take. I'm not saying the guy wasn't making a terrible decision. We've both said this multiple times in the last five minutes. You couldn't... I don't know what the number is that it would take to get me on that thing, but it's a big fucking number. You, you know what? Here's... I mean, I mean, And I know I wouldn't pay to do it. So let me explain this to you, right? And I was explaining this to someone else. This is why I, like, I'm being genuine in what I say. Uh... 1992 Die Hard comes out, the original Die Hard comes out, or 89? Um, 89. 89. 89, for sure. 89, original Die Hard comes out. Watch the original Die Hard. You know what happened after I saw Die Hard? You know. I, I, 
But don't. Maybe you don't. Okay, so after I saw Die Hard. All right, how old were you? I was you nine. Were, oh, you saw it when it came out? Okay. Wow. I was nine. Well, it was like, you know, we saw it on VHS, but it was the, around Either the time. Either way, it it's an R-rated right. movie and you were nine. Yeah. Oh, my parents. Explain, explain me a few things. Okay. So after I see Die Hard, I like basically oh, refuse. don't tell me you try to tie a rope. Oh, no, no, no. no. Okay. I, I refuse to like do anything without shoes on. Right, because I'm just like I definitely do not know the story. Yeah, like so there there was a long period of time where I would like sleep at friends' house, like my friends' house, and I would wear shoes. The reason why is because I'm just like, look, man, like we got to deal with drive-bys and shit, glass, all that other stuff. I got to run. We got to run. I got to have shoes on. Right? It made sense to me. It's a little extreme. I was about to mock you, but okay, I right? hear that. But I mean, like, look, could, I was saying Hans like, Gruber isn't shooting Dane Fister, but okay, bro, it was. It, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> Shoot the glass. Like where we lived in Texas, where I lived in Ohio, I mean, you know, it was not uncommon to not. It, you know, I, it, it I'm was not, very you know common. What? Like I said, you've, 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 you've so, brought me around. But fast forward, right? Like, so, so that is, you can kind of justify it, but when my friend's moms would be like, hey, you're sleeping the night, can you please take your shoes off? Right? Like, so I take it serious. Then I see the movie Backdraft. I was terrified of fire and door handles for the longest time. Arachnophobia, terrified of spiders. Right? So you <laughs> see where I'm going with this. Top Gun's my favorite movie. I wanted to be a pilot, rejected because I'm blind and short and wide. So I take what I saw in movies very seriously. So one of the movies that I saw when I was a kid was The Abyss. What oh, happened oh. in the fucking abyss? Fucking John Connor from Terminator goes crazy under the fucking ocean, gets in a fucking submersible, tries to go kill Ed Harris, and then the submersible loses power, he sinks, he goes down, and he implodes. Right? And they did a very good job of showing what that would actually look like, and it was fucking terrifying. He exploded on the inside, and the whole thing imploded on itself and ripped apart and blew to pieces. That terrified me. So the idea that you think that me, who takes everything he sees in movies and thinks it's real... Right, and then you say, "Hey, go get on this boat so you can be like that guy in the movie The Abyss." Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know the the, um, the 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 seriousness of like a catastrophic implosion is horrifying, but uh, and it's so easy for me to sit, say this sitting here on dry land, a long way from water, deeper than two hundred feet. But I'd rather have that happen than be stuck in the bottom of the ocean, just counting down the oxygen run out. I cannot imagine the horror of that. Dude, some, one of my friends called me and said, of all the ways to die, like, or no, he said, look, I would absolutely die for you, with you, love you. But of all the ways, if we had to go, that's the one way I could not do it with you because we're stuck in the bottom of the ocean. Chances are there's not going to be food and you hungry <laughs> in a situation where I've we're been all around gonna, you when you're hungry. Where, where we're all going to die anyway. That means you're going to be the last man standing because some of all of us are going to get you're, eaten you're, you're before you die. And alive happen at the same time. Alive. Right. <laughs> that's the movie where the people eat. Yeah. For people the, who don't know, where, that's where the airplane crashed. crashes in the Andes and they eat right. each other. Yes. All right, man. We've gone long. Um, sure. I'm trying to. The, the, the one, I do want to do one closing thing and say that the fact that this is getting the media coverage it is. As tragic as it is for the families and the people involved, this the fact that this thing is going on. When I brought up the another reason I brought up the um, uh, Mount Everest thing is three times as many people have died in Mount Everest. None of us fucking knew. I didn't know until I googled it today, right before the show. Uh, meaning no disrespect to anyone who lost their lives or people related to them, but the fact that this story is so huge when it's 
not Americans, international waters, and we've got a war in Ukraine. Who knows what else is happening? And it's just, I'm just the well, sensationalism well, is so insane. You it's the Titanic. It's a, it's, it's gruesome. Here's, it's here's, everything. Here's the thing, though. Here's a weird. James Cameron got involved. <laughs> well, I, well, which I'm kind of glad he did because he offered actual useful perspective on this. Right? Like people keep wanting to minimize it because it's James right. Cameron. I minimized the movie sucked balls. The movie did suck balls, it but he terrible. made up for it with Avatar. I so. disagree with that. I think that movie sucked too. Well, your choice of movie sucks. So, that being said, uh, <laughs> what I will say though, um, I lost it. I say like, when we come to when we. <laughs> My goodness. Sorry. Um, when it comes to movies, you and I have the weirdest Venn diagram ever because we either a strong overlap or an extreme difference. But all right, we're both kind of losing a little bit. Let's shut it down. If you've got a closing comment, great. If not, we're done. And later. We're done. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you very much. We're done.